is yours. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Burn It Down NASCAR podcast, post-Daytona Demolition Derby edition. And we'll get you set up for Darlington. And I'm just going to let you go right at it. What'd you think? It was all right. I don't, I know you think it was a really good race. I just thought it was mediocre. Um, obviously the rain, I don't, I think it would have been better at a night Daytona, a night Daytona race, but obviously we knew the rain was coming and changing everything. And then with everybody crashing out, who won, like I said, I, I'll say it was a good a top 10 race, but it was just, it was all right to me. It wasn't bad. It wasn't good. That's how I feel. Uh, okay. Well, I thought it was awesome. Um, and it's not necessarily because we had so many crashes, uh, and we'll get into to the details of some of them crashes, but what I loved about this is at a place like Daytona where it's a wild card race anyway, and you had Kurt Busch three days before pulling his medical, uh, what they, waiver. Mm-hmm which opened up two spots. So now you've got Blaney and uh, Truex. Truex. I wanted to say Hamlin. Uh, Blaney and Truex both could get in if we didn't have a new winner. If we had a new winner, then one of those could only point in. And then the drama all day of Blaney. When Blaney, Blaney crashed, I thought he was dead. That was the end. He was out. It was. I couldn't believe. Worst case scenario for him. I. How they put that car to, together and kept. What he ended up six laps down. Yeah, he, something like yeah, that. Mm-hmm. Six, and finished fifteenth running. Like, but if then if all those crashes didn't happen, he wouldn't have. Oh, absolutely not. So now Truex has has got a free ride. All he's got to do is stay out of trouble. (laughs) Yeah, well. He gets caught up. Uh, And it was none of it was their fault. None of it. No, none of it. But, I mean, you had cars. Stenhouse almost went. We we predicted the car would go over. Yeah. He almost did. did. Yeah, almost. Um, there was one other that almost, I can't remember who that was. It was Stenhouse, definitely, because his numbers on the roof were as big as you, you yeah. know, your face. Yeah. Uh, but I, I appreciated the drama going into the race and all the scenarios that could have played out, which they did, and then the drama throughout the race and I'm really irritated with people that NASCAR could have done something about that last pile. Hell no. I, that's what pissed me off about that race. And, and Justin Haley, his interview and his in-car audio, I know he was trying the race and his only way, way to get into the, and, and he was so pissed off and he said so many F-bombs. What the hell is NASCAR doing? They're, so, they're effing idiots. What the is going on? Blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, there, there, it was raining the lap before why they didn't do nothing, and, and he's a fucking idiot because he had an in-car camera on his car, and they showed it. There was no rain. There was not a single drop. None. They, they went back the complete full lap. lap. Beginning before they entered turn one, the lap before, all the way through, there was no rain. That None. Just, I, 
I don't want to say it came out of nowhere because no. everybody knew that it was going to rain. Yes, but it was so sudden. NASCAR couldn't because it's such a big track. It was sudden, and it, the result was what happened. It was not like it was raining turn three while they were exiting, you know, turn, you know, whatever, two. And they had a half a lap to see the rain and call caution. It wasn't like that. They were literally entering with a turn three or four or whatever. Turn one. Turn one, or turn, two, one. turn one or two, and the rains happen exact same time. Sorry, yeah. it happened. Well, you could you see it. You saw it on they the— used, They used Justin Haley's yeah, in-car. Yeah, yeah. Because he was the one that was screaming so hard, which, we again, I, I want to back up just a minute. Somebody should have told Justin Haley yeah. that his crew chief <laughs> did an interview and said, yeah, we want this to end under rain because we don't have enough gas to get yes. to the end. And I'm sure they told Justin Haley that. And I have no doubt in my mind that Justin Haley was screaming for a lap or two that it was raining, yeah. but it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It looks like it's going to rain. It, yes, it looked like it, but it wasn't raining. And I... I he should take back what he said and say sorry because it's so stupid because they had this in-car camera showing the whole lap, previous lap, until it rained. And it didn't rain until they entered that turn. Sorry. That's when it started coming down. Yeah. NASCAR had no time. There was no, there is none. You know, I had a discussion with a guy on, on one of the pages that I admin because he was bitching and moaning about NASCAR should have done. I said, wait there a minute. There's no way. You're telling me that back on lap 23, 24, whenever it was, when it was misting over in three and four, they should have thrown the caution right then. Then you should, you'd be bitching about a rain delay that was uncalled for. Yep. I said, this thing started, it started the Boring. second they entered yep. turn one. And it was too late. Yeah. There was no way they could have called that. Yeah, and it was... Unless you had uh, wind gauge and rain gauge and all kinds of sensors 150 yards outside of turn one and perfectly, oh, yeah, it's going to rain here in in five seconds. Yeah. There was nothing that NASCAR could have done. And they proved it early on when, again, there was they they actually showed, again, the in-car cams where there was water on the windshields, a couple of them. And it was, it was early, but they let them go. And I don't know. I, I don't fault. And no. you know me, I love to bash NASCAR every chance I get, but this, there was nothing they could have done about mm. this. The funniest thing I thought was Harvick left the track. Did before he? Before they went. Oh yeah. He did an interview and he, Whoever was interviewing him, you see, when you get back, he says, lady, I'm going to be home before they get this going again. She's like, what? He said, my car is destroyed. Yeah. He says, there's no way that I'm going back racing. Uh, But they were giving him a hard time on social media for leaving the track right after that wreck instead of waiting the three, four hours. Um, to try and get it. There was no way that car was going any farther. It, I mean, if you look at the pictures of, of Kevin's car, it was yeah. that that front end was gone. I mean, it was pushed, you know, that, that thing was pushed so far up it, right into the, there was no way they would have gotten it running. But anyway, um, I, I didn't like the net. The, the, I mean, we had basically three big ones. 
Um, and, and I texted you during the race. I said, it's amazing. Every wreck we've had today seemed to come from the second place car. Yeah. Cause they were getting, yeah. The pushing. Yeah. It was, it was the second place car that was going around and causing, and it was four or five times. Thankfully, a couple of times we didn't have the big one. Yeah. Three times, three times we did. But, uh, I honestly, I loved it because of the drama. Again, I, I want I want to emphasize. I don't necessarily like all the wrecking. I would have seen. A, I would rather have seen more than what ten cars on the lead lap going, you know, to yeah. the flag or fifteen or whatever it was total still running at the end of the race. Yes, but I loved the drama going in. I loved the drama throughout the race where, you know, Blaney's up, uh, Truex is up. Now we go into this big, long three-plus-hour rain delay. Austin Dillon's leading. There was the talk that Harvick um, was possibly leading at the time. The But <laughs> when, when I saw that interview with Harvick, and he's like, lady, I'm going to be home before this gets going again. He's I'm done. But I just – I love the storylines and the back and forth. And then when that wreck happened – um, I still thought after they got going that Martin Truex might actually have a shot, but he was so damaged that he couldn't keep up. And then with all the cars that fell out, that Blaney, it took six, seven laps yeah. for him to get yeah. to get up there. Um, I, honestly, I loved it. And, and, and another thing I want to say, NASCAR needs to take a good, hard look at this. I know the rules are, and they played by them, winning you're in and then the highest points if there's not 16 winners. But I think they should modify that. to If, if you're in the top 10 in points, you're automatically in. Uh, you know, if, if there's not 16 winners, because um, it's – and I'd be saying the same for Blaney if it was Truex in, and and I, you know I'm no Truex fan, but I think he should be involved. He he he's what third, fourth in points. Well, I was trying to find that while you're talking, but they updated their website to points are all over two thousand for. Um. All right. Results. Let me see results. He updated the playoff standing. You can't even look at. The- he was definitely True. top 10, top five. Oh, he was, yeah, he was top five. And I don't think that's right. As long as, as much as I think of something else, I'm sure you're going to talk about because you posted it, isn't right. But, no, not at all. Uh. All right, anyway, let's, let's, let's move on. Uh, Dil- Austin Dillon is your winner. Uh, punches his ticket for, and, and I'm not disappointed to see this. Um, I wish he would have done it earlier in the year, but I, I, I'm fine with that. Tyler Riddick second, Cindric third, Castle was fourth. Noah Gregson uh, gets a fifth place finish. Cody Ware is uh, sixth. B.J. McLeod seventh. Truex Jr. was eighth. Reagan was ninth, and Kyle Busch uh, ended up tenth. And before you go any further, I don't know if you heard about the. Uh... The guy who put $13.49 bet on the race, he made... No. Okay, I'm going to just... It's a, it's a cool little thing because 
he, this guy listens to uh, Stacking Pennies podcast. It's another NASCAR podcast. Um, and he was listening to him, and he made a bet based on what they were suggesting. And the bet he made was the parlay, which was Cody Ware to finish in the top 10, BJ McLeod to finish in the top 10, Landon Castle to finish in the top 10, and David Reagan in the top 10. So if all of them finish in the top 10, betting $13.49, you know how much he won? How much? $999,000. Nice! For a $13 bet, the guy paid out almost a million dollars. Well, he's only going to get about half of that, but... Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I did not hear that. Yeah, that was uh, I came out yesterday, and obviously he's not he's being anonymous, but he did post uh, the actual screenshot of the bet, um, saying that you know these guys would finish top ten, and all four did. Yeah, thirteen dollar bet turned out to be a million dollar winner. Well, good for him. <laughs> I guess it would. And if I had that chance for thirteen dollars, I'd yeah. probably do it too. You know, I mean, what the hell. That's awesome. Anyway, uh, let's round out the top 15. You had Bubba, Joey, Ty Gibbs, Alex Bowman, and Blaney was 15. So uh, let's say, let's go to Cole Custer because he was actually running. Those were your 16 cars left on the track. <laughs> uh, and, and again, I just, I know a lot of people had a lot of problems with the way things went down. That's racing. Um, Sorry. That's that's racing. Especially and in August in Daytona in Florida. That is racing and under the circumstances of what we had. Duh. If you thought anything yeah. else, stop watching or something. Or exp- duh. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I can really well, say. It was awesome, too, because I, if you watch that replay on that last one, how Austin did. Harrison Burton, he should have nailed him straight in the door. And I, I don't know if it was Harvick that hit uh, Harrison and turned him around, so Austin missed oh, him. Oh, no, I didn't. I just know when he watched the front of that crash, they all went like this and just because they lost traction, and there was just a cluster after that. Well, like I said, it was Austin and uh, Harvick were, like, right next to one another, and it looked at that second that Harvick was the one that was going to make it through. But Dylan started moving up, or I mean, uh, Harrison Burton started moving up, and that's what took out uh, Harvick. And by doing, by Harvick hitting him, kind of turned him 180, mm. and that's what allowed Dylan to get through. I think it's funny, though. Austin Dylan in one crash is going reverse down pit road, and next thing you know, he's winning the damn race. <laughs> yeah. I know. But. Yeah, like I said, I I wish things would have been different as far as more cars finish the race. But I I just loved it. I loved the drama leading into it, the drama that was going on, the storylines all day long. Um and and I'm I'm going to reiterate, there's nothing different that NASCAR could have or should have nope. done. Like I said, this is not their fault. Now, 2 years ago, they this similar thing happened. I forgot what what racetrack where it was literally the big. Huh? Was it? Uh, I forgot I what, what it was. And Kyle Busch was the pole. New, Ham- New Hampshire. Yeah, something like New that. Hampshire. And they and it was raining. 
they literally on their, you know, pre-lapse, everybody's bitching and saying, hey, it's raining. Why are we starting? And they started and they went straight in and then crashed. Kyle Busch was pissed because he was, you know, and it wasn't that scenario because everybody, no. that they had footage. They had proof that it was raining. Their cars were wet. The windshields were wet. This time there was no proof of that, even though they were bitching that it was. They knew it was coming. That's why it got so intense. But there is proof that it did not rain until they hit that turn. It was an this crazy chance but that's what happened nascar i am not at fault with them this is it wasn't their fault i'm sorry anybody bitching in that was it, go be in their position you would have never made that call sorry no no you wouldn't have there's no way the only the only way that scenario could have been any better if it like say came over the back stretch and they hit it yeah and half lap would- behind them or it's just it's just the chances that they were entering that turn when the rain hit is just Probably one in, yeah. If the pack had already gone through, you know, ten seconds earlier and it started, they were. It was just a calamity of errors and scenarios that came together. And like I said, I don't, I don't uh, begrudge them at all. They 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 did not do anything wrong. And I I know that if they had it to do over again, same decisions would have been. Yeah, nothing would have been different. Sorry. Yep. Now, the only thing that would have saved them if there was a lightning strike, you know, before the rain came and they would have had to shut down because of the lightning strike shit. But there's no, there's nothing that would have changed. If they wanted to go back, like you said, there's nothing that they could have done or would have done that would have changed the scenario of what happened. Nope. I agree. 100%. So you want to run down the playoff standings? Oh, uh, yeah. Now we're going to be into the... Th- Thick of it. Let me. Chase Elliott is your regular season champion. We knew that after Watkins Glenn. He is number one by a lot of points. He's ahead by uh, 35 over the 16th position. But then it's Joey Logano, 15 behind him. Uh, Ross Chastain's 20 behind Larson. 21 behind William Byron, 26 points behind Denny Hamlin and Ryan Blaney, both 27 points behind, which he got lucky because he was like 16th in points or, and now he's going to be, you know, right there. So we got Tyler Reddick. Well, he's got a lot of playoff, playoff points. points. And everybody knew when he got in the playoffs, he would be up there. Now he's got a, yeah. he's got a, he's got a, he's got a. And well, he had five stage wins, which is as much as anybody. Yeah. He, That's as much as uh, Elliot Logano and Ross Chastain. Yeah. And he just never could finish out. He could do stages, but he could never finish the race as the win. Uh, Reddick and Harvick uh, tied eight and nine, 28 points behind. Uh, Bell, 29 points behind. Then Kyle Bush, 30 points behind. Briscoe, Suarez, Sendrick, Bowman, and Dylan all 31 to 35 points. You don't really know. That's pretty much a race behind. And pretty much fifth, I would say fourth or fifth through 16th is pretty much going to be the tail because they're so close in points. Mm-hmm. Any one of them could go home on a bad day. So. It's going to be very interesting. Um, I would say even the first race, because it's going to tell a lot. Well, it's it's now, you know, the, the winning you're in uh, again. Well, thing. and think about it. The, the cutoff race is fucking Bristol. And you know how hectic that can be. And you know how much payback can easily happen? Oh, you know, let's say, you know, it's, 
you know, Roth Chastain might have a chance to win. Mm-mm. I'll wait a fucking half lap. You know, I'll, I I don't have to wait forever to get see him. No, so there's... Well, we got uh, uh, Darlington, Kansas. Kansas. Yes, it's Darlington, then and Kansas, then and then Bristol. Yeah. Okay. Night race, day race, night race. They're doing Kansas during the day? Yep. Kansas 3. Okay. Darlington 6 p.m. on Sunday. Labor Day. Right. Daytona. Bristol is end of the month. Middle of the month. That should be a pretty good one. All of them should be. Like I said, that's going to be intense. Being Bristol cutoff race, that's going to be pretty crazy. Okay. And I am going to do this because I don't haven't been able to do that this much this year. I beat you in fantasy. <laughs> after after all the crashes, I I stopped looking. I was 163, you were 147, but uh over overall in the year, you you kind of spanked I won me the regular good. season. How about that? There yeah. you go. I won the regular season. I haven't even looked at the oh they two hundred and twenty nine points over me. So yeah, here it is. They updated the NASCAR Live playoffs. NASCAR Live for the playoffs. Drivers use driver uses reset with a limit of five per driver at the playoffs. Uh, use playoff drivers strategically in alignment with NASCAR uh, points. The championship four drivers will not earn stage points on the final race. So they already reset. But the thing is, yeah. you do not need to pick playoff drivers for your drivers. You can pick no, anybody. You don't. But like I said, they reset them. That's why we were, you know, gung-ho our last three, four races. We could pick anybody because we saved throughout the year. Um, well, I went with all uh, people that, need, ex- that needed to win to get in. And I, I had uh, Keselowski, Bubba, Blaney, Stenhouse, and Dylan. Ha! Huh, I got the winner. Yeah. Stenhouse was on his lid. Blaney was destroyed. Bubba was out. Keselowski went out in the first round in the only, and I had Ty Gibbs in, but all my heads I up should've... were bad too, besides Bubba beating Chris. All but one of my I lost all my heads up yeah. besides one. It's, well this it's, race it's was Daytona. just yeah, it was just But I finished a little shy of eighteen thousand uh in the country, so my goal is top 10. Right now, I'm not far off. We'll see what happens when the uh, upcoming races. We got 10 races to go. I got one more thing I forgot to... Uh, I forgot to do... Daytona results. I think you kind of whooped me up on this one, too. You had Blaney. Let me go now. Blaney is the winner. He finished what fifteenth? Yeah. Um. Well, that's an easy because I had Keselowski. That didn't happen. Oh. Dark Horse. You had Keselowski, and I had Stenhouse. Did Stenhouse actually? Yeah, Stenhouse was. A bad yeah, guy. he beat him. So I got you there. Would Bubba finish? You said no. I said yes. So you got me there. Hamlin, I think we both said yes. And I don't, did he? Uh, okay, but, uh, Hamlin, no, Hamlin. No, it's, it's his accident. 
Okay. And would, would a car flip or not? We both said yes, and man, we were half. Yeah, I was a half point. Because <laughs> I'll is tell close. you what, Stenhouse, and there was another one that was like, who was it, Briscoe or somebody? I can't. Uh, there, there was another one early on that almost went over. But anyway, all right, let, let's be done with Daytona. Uh, we're done with the fantasy league. Um, we've already talked enough about what we thought about it, so let's do some news and views. Um, I will let you start because you got one I know that's really sticking in your craw. Uh, uh, I'll just read the statement that came out. Um, what's the top headline on NASCAR? Wallace will make the, an owner's run title driving the number 45 for the rest of the year, 2311 racing. Who's going to be in the 23? Ty. Ty? Probably Ty. He's already lost his rookie of the year status yeah. for next year. So I just, um, what's the point? I don't, I just, I don't agree with that. Sorry. Yeah, social media blew up today about that. Of course, you've got your lovers and your haters. And I, you know, I know what they're trying to do for the company, and I get that. But no, it's wrong. You stick with your car, your team. You don't try to piggyback um, off Kurt's success. Yeah. Sorry, that's. That's wrong. It's just, it is. It's wrong. It's not correct. I, I don't think they should be allowed to do that. But um, obviously, just, there must. The thing is, though, has in history anybody else done that? <sighs> Not the only scenario that I can come close to putting it is when Dale Jr. went out with his concussion. Jeff Jordan, Jeff Gordon, jumped in that car, and the stated reason was to keep the owners' points going. Yeah, but. That was middle season, and then Junior got back in. Yeah, this is, okay, what if Kurt comes back? Is he not going to go in the 45? He should, and Bubba can go back yeah. to his. So, so that's my thing. What if, what if Kurt doesn't come back? I mean, comes back and a race or two. Are they expecting Kurt not to come back, and he's just going to? To me, it's just wrong i guess it's just you're taking where's your morals it's kind of where's your pride is, Where, where's your standing behind your team and yes regardless yeah we did and, and, yeah. and mm-hmm. this ship to the end yeah it's kind of it's kind of like uh I, I know you don't watch michigan football but whatever when we beat ohio state jim harbaugh had a great quote he goes because you know the coach urban meyer retired and gave it over to ryan day or whatever and he goes it's kind of like uh, being on third base and not hitting a triple. You acquired a team, and you think you deserve to be there, but you didn't hit the ball. You just you're pinch running for that team. It's, this is the same thing. Someone else did all the hard work for you, got all the points, all the good finishes, and the win, and then now you're gonna drive the finish. To, it's it's wrong. It shouldn't be allowed. I'm sorry. Should no, I not. agree. 
Um, Clearly it is because it wouldn't be a story if NASCAR didn't allow it and, and they're allowing it. And it just and blows. I don't know if it's a. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't know if it's above a rule exception or what. I It just blew, And another thing that blows my mind is all the comments around it. It's like, oh, good for him. And, and here all comes all the racist things. It's, no. You need to have. that To me, if I worked on the 23 team, I'd say that's fucked up. We we too. worked so hard for this team, for this driver. We believed in him, and now he's gone. He's leaving. True, another yeah, team, our, a sister team. My, I guess my point would be, is why do they think that Ty Gibbs is not going to do as good as Bubba? Ty Gibbs has given that car a pretty good ride. There, there is a reasoning saying it's he. Pretty much, Ty Dillon's not proven on the next. 10 races or whatever races are coming up. And yeah, well, Bubba proven, is. Period. They said Bubba is more experienced and proven on those tracks. If, if Ty Gibbs hasn't earned a shot to get 23-11, their owner's championship in that 45, then I don't know what else he's got to do. I mean, he came through all the carnage this week for a top 15 finish. Yeah, uh, here's, um, here's the official statement from... 2311, Steve Luetta, Luel on walls to the 45. While Ty has done a great job for us in the number 45 car, we feel that Bubba's experience in the car at the upcoming playoff tracks and his recent momentum will give the 2311 the best chance at maximizing our points each weekend. That was their statement. And just because of that statement, I hope that I hope Ty he- jumps into 23. And wins a couple of races. Oh man, that would that be awesome? I would love it. I would buy a. Uh, I would buy that diecast car that he won in. I'll say that right yeah, now. Better Ty Gibbs yeah, above yeah, the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I will. Yep, <laughs> I, I will buy that car if he wins that car. Um, also going with him is Booty Barker, the crew chief, is also moving over. Um, Ty- well, that's- Go ahead. It says, also, Ty Gibbs will continue to be the substitute driver and will be in the 23 with Billy Scott as crew chief. That's the guy he's been working with on the 45, 45 team, So, right? technically, are the drivers... The entire, are they switching the entire pit crew or just the crew chiefs? It just says, Wallace will keep Booty Barker as crew chief as they both move to the 45 for the season. So, I don't know if the crew... That might be more of an in-depth thing whenever they release the, you know, the kids... Each team's got to submit to NASCAR the roster for the teams. Now, when they do that, someone should compare and see if they did switch or not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where that's at. I don't know how you'd get that, but I'm sure that's probably published somewhere. Oh, I'm sure it will be somewhere. Well, uh, Bubba Wallace to keep his sponsors and the 45 car sponsors moves to 23. So essentially, you're just moving numbers. That's all it is. Everything's... It just makes no sense. It's just like so. And I, I hope, I hope Bubba screws this up big time. Oh, to, to answer your question, keep I keep I need it's Bob Pockers. If you don't know who he is, he's the Fox analyst. Um, I know who yeah, he is. Yeah, just, he said as far as pick crews, no changes in the rosters yet. As far as the twenty three and the forty five. There's How would you like to be that pick? I would, crew? like I said, I'd. I'd I would be uh, walking out. I'm sorry. I'd be applying to other places. I'd be like I would go to I would even go to Spire Motorsports. 
Pour the joy in the whoever landing cast, whoever's over there. I give me a job. This is bullshit. I would yeah. be so pissed. Work my ass off for you, and you're leaving. I wouldn't. I. I don't know. I I don't. I'm like you. I don't agree with it. I'm I'm not gonna get too exercised about it. The only thing is, is I hope that Ty Gibbs has an at least a better average finish over the last 10 races than Bubba Wallace. And it would tickle me to no end if he actually won a race or two in Bubba's car. That would be so cool. Uh, Yeah. Another thing here, I know it's not related to that, but there's another thing that's actually pretty cool or good. It says NASCAR is increasing the damage vehicle policy clock. That's where I was going next. Oh, I'm sorry. You want to go with it? Go ahead. Well, they're increasing it for the, the, the chase from six minutes on the damage clock to now you got 10. Which, I mean, that, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, I, I never agreed with that damage. No. Uh, no. I don't like it. Um. And I'd never liked before where someone could, you know, crash on the first lap or two, get 40 or 50 laps down, and then come back out. I didn't like that either. I think that, and I know this is, contra- no, I don't want to say controversial. To me, it makes a lot of common sense. If you're damaged, you get all the time you want. Put that son bitch back together. I don't care how you do it. But however many laps that you lose, when you get to that point in the race, say you're, you're, it took you 30 laps, just to pick a number, to get your damage fixed, get back up you know, on track and up to track speed, and you're deemed you can race. So it takes you 30 laps to do that. Race your ass off. Yep. Go ahead. You never know. Something like what happened at Daytona, Daytona. could happen. But once you hit the point where there's 30 laps left in the race, your ass is off the track. Yeah. You're done. Because you cannot, at that point, make any more points. Improve your position. You can't do it. Yeah, you're just getting people's way that way. You're caught. That's that's right. So I I think the damage clock needs to go away. Let them do what they got to do, let them fix it. And again, I don't care how long it takes. But once you reach that point where however many laps you are down and, you, you know, say, you know, somebody that was involved in one of those earlier crashes that had to leave because they couldn't fix any, you know, the, that was in the first 20 laps. So it, they, they, six minutes, there's a lot of them that couldn't get it done in six minutes. So they had to leave. Well, what if you'd have given them another hour and they'd have, or, 20 minutes let's be realistic and let them get so now they're five or six or 10 15 laps down whatever through all those accidents and all the cars that they could have passed as as long as they're up to speed let them go until there's 15 to go and then now you got to get off the track is i think the way to handle this because i think it's very unfair I, I like I said, I, I stand in complete amazement that Ryan Blaney got his car 
his crew is like the best in the world well, to me right he, now. I think he got very fortunate. It didn't bend the tie rod because those are very easy to bend this year because of it's just a new car and they haven't beefed them up yet. And I know they're beefed up better now. Um, I, he's just lucky he didn't bend a tie rod, either front or rear. The steering stayed straight. If it wasn't for that, he wouldn't have been off. But yes, his his team uh, should get a gold star or raise for doing what they did to keep that car what, six laps down? Yeah. I just, I like I said, I've never liked the, the clock on the cars. And I actually think he was only... Before in the old days when there was no clock and as long as you got the car fixed and got back on the track, it didn't matter how many laps that you could race till the end. That I never liked that either. Whenever you hit that point where the number of laps that you're down to the end of the race equals the end of the race. You must exit the track. You're done. Cause now, like you said, all you're doing is getting in the way, but you know, again, what if somebody early on had taken six or seven laps to get it fixed? And then you went through these next two crashes and you missed everything. You're just, you're moving it like Blaney was able to do. Thankfully, he was only, for him, he was only six or seven laps down. So, you know, they restarted on lap 19 to go, and by the time we got to to 10 to go, he had moved up, you know, 14, 15 positions, whatever it was. I just, I, I give him credit for at least giving him another four minutes. My point is, what's that going to do for you at a place like Talladega versus a place like Phoenix? You know what I'm saying? I just let them do what they got to do. Get back on the track. If you can keep speed, go for it. I don't say, I don't, I don't, okay. I understand what they're trying to do, but why is it a rule change mid season again? Right. There's that. It's another rule change mid season. Now, if you would have said that at the beginning of the year, you know, when the playoff starts, that's what we're doing. But, like, this was just a thing they just did. I'm like, no, like, keep it consistent throughout the year so everybody's on the even playing field. Well, I think it may be an actual reaction to, to Daytona? what happened at Daytona because there was a lot of teams, I think, if they were given just a little bit more time. Yeah, and, they, um, and I'm pretty sure NASCAR's, like, really prove it. And I think we need two more minutes to put this, you know, new tie rod on. We had been good, but we yeah. didn't have enough time because, you know, the bolts and there's all this shit was in the way and the bolts could have been broke or sheared off. We just needed a little bit more. So I think they had, I think a lot of teams had to prove and probably petition NASCAR to, hey, you know, six minutes isn't enough. Five minutes was enough. So you gave us an extra minute. What the hell is that going to do? So, yes, I understand they want to do that, but in retrospect or whatever, they should have been, it should be the same all year long. And then next year, Say, okay, we're chained at the 10. Something like that. Yeah. You know, don't just say, oh, for playoffs, you're special. We'll give you 10 minutes now. Now, is that for all drivers or just the playoff drivers? I don't know. It just says they're changing it to from 6 to 10. I'm assuming all I, drivers. I'm sure it's for everybody. Of course, the TV ratings were down, but that's because it was a three-and-a-half-hour rain delay. On CNBC? Like they, this, that's another thing. Switch swapping all these damn channels. I agree. I, you know, it's, but what are you gonna do? I NASCAR made the deal. They, you know, I can remember back 
when they uh, started their website. Now, and they actually do have a live feed. You can watch that whole race. It's a drone shot, and there's nothing audio about it, but you can actually watch the race. And I actually think it's kind of cool because um, you get the aerial view of it. Of course, you've got the four or five that they pick in car shots that you can follow. Uh, but they said back then that they were going to have their, instead of having broadcast partners, you know, because this was not in the advent of satellite TV and the internet, but it was shortly thereafter that with all this new technology, they were going to have their own TV channel. So they didn't have to partner with broadcasters. Um. I'd love to see them do something like that, but also part, partner, because I, I saw a lot of people, and I, and I get it, they're not spending the money to have satellite TV. A lot of them aren't spending the money to have, the, you know, the internet other than on their phone, which, you know, generally you don't have to pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've just got broadcast channels. And so now you've lost, I don't know what the percentage is, but you've lost a huge chunk of people just by going to USA. Of course, you know, they were supposedly going to do this on NBC Saturday night. Well, that didn't work out. Uh, Front part of the year, you've got half of the year on Fox. So, you know, that's not a bad deal. Uh, But, I mean, they had the first race of the second half of the year on NBC and everything else has been on uh, USA up until Daytona. And then that went back to NBC. But like you said, they finished it off on CNBC. And you know what? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I had to look. Uh, I Well, I happened to hear it uh, on Sunday. I, I had to go into work, and I was listening to uh, Pat, what's the racing guy, on, on Sunday morning. And they were talking about it. I was like, ooh, what's well, a good thing I'm listening right now because I'd have been pissed. And I'd have never thought of CNBC. No. Uh, you know, it was either on I'd CNBC on- or they did Peacock also. It's it is, it is just like, I know they didn't want to bump USA for whatever reason. So they bumped C, whatever was on CNBC. But it's like, I'm, it's just this circus of. Channels. Well, I had a couple of people, uh, personal friends, or and, well, not personal friends, but acquaintances, and they're like, I, I can't watch it on set. Look, I know you're not going to like this, but if you don't have internet in the house, if you don't have cable or satellite on your phone, go to NASCAR.com, hit the, the drone shot. At least you'll be able to see the race, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, I, I agree. The NASCAR's got they they. Well, it's kind of like we talked about earlier in the year, a couple of months, where a NASCAR subscription service. You know, would you pay three to five dollars for a subscription service, and it was it's on there all year long, and you know, commercial free, and you know, it's everything's there. You wouldn't have to worry about it. With something we talked if about, they were to do an absolute commercial free broadcast. Such as what you get on regular TV, mm-hmm. I would pay three to five dollars up to ten dollars a month for that. Yeah. I would absolutely do it. Um, but just to have and, and again, it's free. The you've got the in car cameras off of NASCAR.com, you've got the drone shot. Um, I'm sure, and I've not tried this, but I, I would imagine that if you search YouTube hard enough, you'd probably find some feeds on there. Uh, 
in a previous life when I didn't have best jobs or money, yes, there is plenty of streaming sites and places you can find the, the race or channel online to watch. There are ways, yeah. it's just you've got to search. You got to search. It's just like watching NFL games. It's not, it's a hush hush thing. You can actually watch games, but you got to look pretty hard. I know where to look because I've looked for hard for years. I have a lot of bookmarks saved for, because uh, it's, it's like, you know, you live in North Carolina and I, you know, I, right now I live, you know, in Michigan, Chicago. I can't watch some of the North Carolina games because Chicago's playing on the same channel, and it all depends on the region you're watching, but I'd rather watch those games, but I can't because it's not on my local area. So guess what? I go to the internet. And watch Panthers? Yeah, yeah well, I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying you can because of yeah. the region. I'm just, it's just, just like Tampa Bay, you know, I, you know, cause Tom Brady, I, but I can't because, you know, it's not my region unless there's not a regional game playing. They co- they, there's so many do games. You, do you remember when we uh, used to have that big old 10? Well, yeah, you do, yeah. because Jared came and got it. That was one of the cool things about that is that you didn't just have one NBC or one CBS yeah. or Fox. Yeah, East you Coast, had West Coast. <laughs> East Coast, West Coast. You had regional. When games came on, um, and I ain't going to lie, we had it black box chipped, so it was <laughs> it was less than legal. Yeah. Uh, thankfully we had a brother-in-law at the time that could do that, but there's every, it's like every NFL game is on some channel somewhere. Yep. And, and that was the cool thing about that C-band satellite. You just had to find it. Yeah. And, and, and you would get into the menu and there'd be, you know, six or eight different, you know, Fox feeds. And it would tell you, but NASCAR needs to do something. I mean, they keep saying they're doing all this dumb stuff that they're doing to expand their audience and their fan base, but they're limiting their ability to see the race. Retain them. Like I said, and yeah. they didn't really advertise. I know it was hard to do, not hard, but it just, if you didn't have, I guess, Twitter or some way to look up where the race was at or what's going on. You would have never known it was on CNBC because if I were, I have Xfinity and if you're searching through the guide, it wasn't updated that the race was on CNBC. It was some other program. They didn't even have it updated on the program. The now, guide. I will say, cause we got dish network and I will say that when I, cause I got home just in time for them when they started racing uh 10 o'clock, uh, CNBC on the Dish Network was updated yeah. to the NASCAR Xfinity race. was, and not for half of the race, I don't think, because... Well, it's, it was weird, because on the guide, it wasn't there, but if I clicked it and started watching it, and it would, it would, it would say, so maybe it was in the transition of going, but it wasn't there. I forgot what it, what it, whatever it was on there, but it was like, holy crap. Is this If you didn't well, know, well, I guess- you wouldn't have known. You had to, you had to look. And that's well, and again, I thankfully, you know, I've got Sirius XM and all our vehicles and, and I was coming home from work, Pat Patterson, that's what it is. And they were talking about it. And I'm like, huh, it's a damn good thing I'm listening because uh-huh. I'd have got home and started looking for it on USA or NBC or 
And it's like, holy hell, where's it at? And then I bet, you know, now I'm wasting probably 10 minutes looking around to see where it's at. You probably would have texted me. (laughs) (laughs) I probably would have called you. Where the is it at? But I happened to hear it on my way home. And it's like, whoo. But yeah, NASCAR needs to do something about that. They need to get a common, if they, if, if they're truly sincere about trying to get their base built up and a good fan following, they've got to get away from these cable channels. They've got to get back on regular bro. You know, and it's just like where we live. We don't get, if, if I were to use an over the air thing, I have to use an amplifier. Yeah. Because, you know, like in our RV, I can pick up Raleigh. I can pick up Wilmington. Uh, but I have to use an amp. If I don't turn that amplifier on that's built in, I, I don't get anything. But if I turn that on, I can get 35, 40 channels. Granted, most of them are PBS. And, yeah. You know, that uh, kind of stuff. But I can at least get the four majors. Um, I don't know. I know we're not going to change anything. Well, the uh, NASCAR be- streaming service, is, it wouldn't just be the race. It would be, you know, at all the practices, all the qualifying for all the series. And then throughout the week, they could do their shows and then show old, old time races and all this. They have so many, they have, they have such a great content vault through 75 years coming up now. They could, you know what I think. One of the absolute coolest things they did Sunday was they actually, because of the rain delay and how long it was, they went back and replayed the race. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought. I'm sorry. I thought that was yeah. Cool I see that. It, it gave me a better chance to watch it, analyze it, and there's a few things that I missed. There was some stuff that, oh, okay, that's why that. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was cool that they did yeah, that. Yeah, instead of showing a previous year. Yep. Instead of showing another year or another race or maybe last year's Darlington to get us ready for this year, you know, that it was cool that they went back and they actually started from the beginning. And I just I just thought that was really cool. I liked it. Um All right. I don't really have a whole Excuse me, a lot else. Um, I mean, there's a lot of corporate crap that's going on, teams, who they're lining up with. Well, the only uh, other major thing, there's not really much. Well, there's two things um, that came out that I did want to talk about. All right. Please do. Kind of, uh, Jeremy Clements, who won the Xfinity race, uh, he got an L2 penalty. Yeah, they tore his motor down, didn't they? Yeah, the intake was it, too small. Something with the intake, yeah. Um, and they gave him an L2, which I don't understand. How, as much as I agreed or was NASCAR about doing what they did to Denny and Kyle Busch, that was just a piece of tape, okay? And they just wallowed. performance enhancing, though. Well, that's what it, this intake is. It's performance enhancing. It reduced horsepower. By, by lowering it like that. It re- it reduced his horsepower. Then what's the point of giving a penalty? That's their point, and that's why they're appealing it. Is they're like, okay, uh, you're right. For some reason, we got 
a bad intake on there, but it reduced our horsepower. It didn't enhance. I our- thought I thought it improved his his car, but he got an L two penalty. Lost he lost his playoff berth. He's there's like a sixty thousand dollar fine, seventy five in owners points or driver points, and ten playoff. It's, it's he's just so they're appealing it. Um, he got busted for that. Whatever happened, reason. Um, and the other one was uh, Kyle Busch. There is some major, major heat, or it's warming up that he may go to Childress next year. There is major talks, and he's in Childress said he's open. It came out that Matt Collig at Collig Racing, who runs a 16 and 31, Justin Haley, and whoever races a 16 on the week, weekend, week out. Um, both have talked to Kyle Busch about joining, but it seems like Richard Childress is the more likely if he were to go, which we talked about last week is holy crap. It, to me, there's only, uh, and, and I want to word this correctly. And, and again, this is just my opinion. The two most common sense scenarios for me for Kyle Bush cuz I mean let's face it I mean we're not 100% sure but we all know Kyle Bush is done with JGR they're, they're, Yeah there's no way they're waiting this long in the season Yeah if if it was going to happen it'd happen by now plus now you've got uh Ty Gibbs that's out there getting warmed up to take over the 18 you've got still got Trevor Bain in the wings if nothing else they'll give him the Xfinity ride um the only two scenarios that made any sense to me was Stuart Haas Racing, which that's, I think, done now, too, because everybody signed up for next year. And Al Marola, he signed a two-year two year. deal. I don't know about Cole. Has Cole been re-signed? I, that's no, only that I, way. I, I do not know on that. But Childress never made, and I, I probably was a little bit blockheaded about this, because I Richard Childress and Kyle Busch, in the same sentence, all I remember is when Richard Childress was so pissed. Yeah. And I think it was at Texas at a truck race. And, of course, he was probably roughing up one of his grandkids, whether it was Austin or Ty, I don't know. And he literally took his watch off, and I'm going to beat you like a man, and took got him in a chokehold or a headlock. And I thought, well, just because of that, it's not going to happen. And so I had to kind of unwrap my mind. And then I started looking at it from a different point of view. Dale Earnhardt Jr. raced for, or Dale Earnhardt Sr., excuse me, raced. What's really the difference between those two with the intensity? One talked more than the other, if anything. And then you roll in the fact and we all know because Richard Childers has said it publicly, he's pissed yeah. over what Tyler Riddick did behind his back. Now you bring in this other part where Kurt Busch may not be back next year. Yeah. There's nothing that can't stop them, you know, because Kurt Busch has he's done interviews where he said that 2311 is his last stop in NASCAR. You no, know, whether he's driving or whether he's going to the office or Whatever he's twenty three eleven is his last stop in NASCAR in his career, so maybe he doesn't come back next year. Opens up that forty five car for Tyler Riddick, or or, or, or Bubba, 
<laughs> but anyway, a ride opens up at 2311. So now they don't have to go out and get another charter. They can slide Tyler Reddick in early. Because believe me, if there's an opportunity for Richard Childress to kick Tyler Riddick out or relieve him of his contractual obligation, obligation yeah. he'll do it. He'll sign anything. Because yep. he's that mad at the betrayal. I think he he's kind used- of I think he kind of gotten a little bit of uh children's good graces because he pushed Austin to the win instead of trying to take it from him and blocked. But yes, I still think he's pissed because they won the build the future around him. Um but yes, I think I think anything that Tyler Riddick, I think at this point, it don't matter. And I'm just telling you right now, as a long time remembering Dale Jr. literally Dale watching Sr. him race the the number two Wrangler car, yeah, before it became the number three car. Um, one thing that's big, and it should be with anybody. I mean, with me, with anybody, but especially Richard Childress is loyalty. And once you break that trust, you're never going to get it back. And I think that is the situation with Tyler Riddick. Sure, he's going to try and ride it and and win a championship. I get that. Why not? He's got a good shot. He's got a better shot than Austin. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you straight up, he's got a better shot than Austin. Um, Quite frankly, he's a better racer than Austin. Yeah. But... I, I never really thought of it this way until you put in the Tyler Riddick going behind Childress's back, Kurt Busch getting hurt, and then remembering again that he this is his home, no matter whether he's driving or not. Now you've got the Kyle Busch situation, and I think that, and I've been saying all year long, and, and I and I'll be the first to admit it, I was dead set. He was going to Stuart Haas. That's where he was going. I said this months ago. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, Eric Almarola resigns for two Out of nowhere. Like, I, that was like, he, yeah. What, what the hell happened there? He said, um, he said him and his family made it work with him being at the track and then his kids growing up. And so I don't know what changed. But, and and, and in the, remember, in the meantime, you had Kevin Harvick coming out saying, "I would love oh, a teammate." I have Kyle yeah. Busch as a teammate. So I'm 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 officially publicly admitting I'm jumping ships. I'm now saying Childers. I've heard the colleague thing. I've heard the track house thing. I've heard the twenty three eleven thing. I was all about the Stuart Haas thing. But again, I, I've laid it out. I'm not going to beat a dead horse for all the reasons I have talked about and the scenarios that are now bubbling up. Um, and I'll even go one step farther. Say Kurt Busch comes back and does fulfill his last year. The, whether he does or doesn't, say he does. I think Childress is pissed enough yeah. that if he gets Kyle Busch to agree to come over on a multi-year Basically, finish your career with me. He'll do what he has to do to find time. You remember a couple of years ago when Michael Waltrip Racing folded and Clint had a deal with Stuart Haas, but it would, they had to yeah. wait for somebody, and they parked him in. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't even remember. It was the Red Bull cars. Yeah, whoever the hell that was. Um, 
I think they'll do something like that for Tyler Reddick. To keep him in a – if they can't park him at 23-11 next year, they'll park him somewhere else for a year. It might be a lesser quality ride. Um, But I will make this prediction. I don't know exactly how the rest of this is going to work out, but I promise you, Tyler Reddick will not be at Richard Childress Racing at Daytona in February 2023. Mark it down. He will not be racing for Childress. Period. I And I'm not saying that Kyle Busch will fill that spot. There could be. Uh, what's his face you kept talking about? Um, uh, it's. Yeah. Uh, Austin. Austin Hill. Yeah. Austin Hill. It could be him. Yeah, he drove to 33 at Michigan. The only other other thing that scenario that I see is likely could because Toyota's TRD competition president came out and publicly says we don't want him Kyle to leave. We don't want to race against a pissed off Kyle Busch. Verbatim words. He said that. So if they really wanted to keep him, they'd be like, all right, you're out of Joe Gibbs. Swap you over to 2311. Give them a third charter. That's the only way I th- still think he stays with Toyota. I don't think he's staying with, with Joe Gibbs. Only way he stays with Toyota is if they go to 2311 and somehow Toyota helps Denny or Michael get another charter. But that's the only... Correct me if... Correct me if I'm wrong, but Joe Gibbs and 2311 are the only Toyota teams right now, aren't they? Yep. yep. There's, there's a total of six Toyotas on the track. Bell, Truex, Hamlin, Bush, Bush, and Bubba. Yeah. Some, sometimes your, there's a random car at the Super Speedways that are Toyotas, but those are the f- f- six full-time ones are those, yeah. There's no, yeah, it's no longer like Michael Waltrip racing and... A couple years ago, Christopher Bell, before he jumped into 20, he was in the 95 Toyota, which was like a satellite team. But he, when they got rid of uh, Suarez, whoever it was in the 20, they put Christopher Bell. Oh, it was Eric Jones out of the 20, but yeah. Bell in. But after that, yeah, those are only those six drivers. But you don't think that Chevy would out? I mean, let's face it, Chevy's got fuck you money too. They to to get Kyle Busch back in their camp. I don't, I don't, I'm saying no, but also I think Toyota and Kyle Busch have really good history and ties because he's won with them, championships with them, he has a truck with them. I think, I don't think they want, like I said, they don't want to race against a pissed off Kyle Busch. I think he's, he might be making the deal so hard that they don't have a choice. Yeah, I don't, I, I mean, don't, I, I don't know. And the thing is though, Who's going to sponsor him? Toyota, they can sponsor him. Like, Chevy and Ford sponsored multiple cars this year, just itself. And, you know, and the thing is, though, people's like, well, who's going to sponsor Kyle Busch? They can't get one. What do you think 3Chi is? That is a Richard yeah. Childress-owned company. Same thing with Hendrick Cars. That's a Hendrick-owned company. So Kyle Busch can jump in the 8 and still run 3Chi. It's literally a Childress-owned company. Hello? I agree. I, like I said, after, there there was a lot of things that changed this week, and I, we shall see. And, and think, and and I still also say that 
at this point, no announcement is going to be made until the day after Kyle Bush. Cause I, I'm not picking him to go out right now, but I'm not, I don't believe he's going to be in the final four for the championship. And whenever that day happens that he's no longer in the chase, NASCAR world is going to blow up because he, yeah, it's going to be a, I would say a domino, but it's going to be like ch- chess. You know, Kyle's going to go here, and who's going to go? It's going to be nothing but chess trying to, you know, go around what he starts. Yep. That situation starts. But like so. I said, it's going to be it's, it's the major, major bombshell because Tyler Reddick started the fuse, essentially. He started that fuse, and Childress is going to blow that fuse, blow the bomb because yep. Tyler Reddick is going to lose his ride. He might get put in some random ride just to ride, or hell, Michael Jordan might, or you know, might buy another charter just put him in it. But that means they have three drivers now with three spots to fill. So, like, well, it's it's gonna get super what if, interesting. All the what ins, ands, or buts that we're talking about. The one thing I'm I'm almost a hundred percent sure is Tyler Reddick. Regardless, no. I don't care. I don't care if he wins a championship. If he wins a championship this year, he will not be in that eight car next year running for – he's done. Yeah. After Phoenix, he might as well clean out his locker and go home because he's not coming back. It'll be on the front lawn when it gets back. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. I just – another thing, before we – I just can't believe Tony Stewart – and his competitive drive is dealing with Cole Custer literally not performing. He, they know they have the equipment to win and perform. And why are you sticking with Cole Custer? I know his daddy is part of the, you know, elites of Stuart Haas Racing, but I'm sorry if you're literally in, where is he at in points? Cole Custer. 25th in points. Harvick's in the chase. Briscoe's in the chase. Amarillo just missed. Yeah. But still, like, you're down there with... equipment's there. Yes, you're... And you're only... Only reason you're 25th because Michael McDowell and Brad Keselowski lost 100 points. If if it wasn't for that, you'd be 27th with Harrison Burton, Ty Dillon, Todd Gilliland, Corey LaJoy, and Cody Ware. Those guys are not top-tier teams and equipment, but yet Cole Custer is still, I, I don't well, know. Like I said, I, I don't know what, I'm not totally getting off the Stuart Haas bandwagon, but I'm like you. I've heard a lot of noise more towards Childress. Lately. Then, you know, once I got my mindset kind of readjusted, I was like, all right, this is kind of making a little more sense. Um, I, I don't know. We'll see. Like I said, the the first, and I, I truly, truly believe that Kyle Busch will not be the champion this year. Uh, and I truly believe that the day, the Monday after the the cutoff where he gets kicked out of the chase is when it's, it, Shit's gonna get wild. I'm pretty sure like it, said, it might be a done deal already. Maybe not, but like I said, they're just waiting to announce it. Yeah. Wherever he's going. Yeah. 
And it because ain't JGO. Because if you didn't notice, I don't know if you were watching nearly as much during the rain delay. They were interviewing drivers, blah, blah, blah. And especially after that wreck with the rain, Kyle Busch was the most lax person I've ever seen him in a long time talking. Oh, my God. I, I, I did notice that. That was amazing how Calm. he actually was adult. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if it was him just being used to what NASCAR is or he has the stress off his shoulders, but you watch him in interviews and he was very pleasant to fucking watch and listen and talk to during that interview after the rain crash that caused the big one. So, and of all people, you'd think he'd be the one that would be super mad because they wrecked because of a bad NASCAR call. But he wasn't. He was actually... He was... Yeah. No, I believe me. I did notice that. I absolutely noticed that. I was like, wow. Yeah. So I, um, I, I, I was impressed. Yeah. Same here. I was like, wow, look at you. He's, he's you laughing, sound like, joking you sound around. like your brother. Yeah. You like, sound like your brother. You're laughing. You're joking around. You're wow. And I was like, man, and in the back of my head, I'm like, man, he has stress off of him, which means he he probably, in the back of his mind, he knows where he's going, where he's signing me, and he hasn't signed yet, or he did, and he's nothing's been announced yet, which I think is the deal. It's a done deal wherever he's going. He's not announcing it because he knows the implications, what's going to happen. He doesn't want that sidetrack of, you know, he, he doesn't want any of that to happen during while he's got to concentrate for the for the championship. I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, I, but yeah, I, I took note too as well. That, that was probably one of the most mature adult interviews that I've ever seen him give. It, it, like you said, it was calm. It was cool. There was no edginess to it. It yeah, I was like, "Wow!" Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> but yeah, you are a hundred percent correct, sir. I, true. All right, I know we need to wrap this up. We're running long, yeah, we so are. <laughs> let's get to it, Darlington. No, first- no, no, let's do our. We want to do playoffs first, or Darlington? We haven't. Even, right, we haven't. We haven't done our playoff do the, predictions. All right, go ahead. Who's and what we're doing, people, is we're gonna do it uh, every three races. Uh, every time they they do a cut. So what we're predicting is who's the first four out. And we're not gonna say what we think the next one is until after the after we know the set drivers. Right. I already right. I already and have we'll one made. The- I'm not gonna show you. I have one made. So at the end. I'd be like, oh, I was close. Oh, I was way off. So I'm going to do both. When we get down to the, after the second cup and, and the final eight, we might go ahead and, and do who we think's going to the championship, the final four, and then pick who we think's going to win. And then we'll obviously going to have to adjust that when yeah. we get yeah, to the final yeah. four. But for the first two parts of the elimination rounds, we're just going to do four of who we think is going to be eliminated this time and then the next time, and then we'll get down the road. But I'll let you go first. No, let's do this. I'll pick, I'll say my first one. You say your first one. We'll go back and forth. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right. I'm going to go with the stunner. The, I think who's not making it to the round of 12, Alex Bowman. Boom. <laughs> we agree. 
I don't think he's going to do it. He he was good in the beginning of the year because he understood the car, but everybody else has caught up to him. I don't think he'll I don't think he'll proceed past the I think he'll be one of the first knocked out, obviously. So you thought I the same. Too. Okay. I've got I, I look, I got it wrote <laughs> down. <laughs> uh, All right, so I get to go next. Yeah, who's your second pick? This might be a little bit of a stunner. Suarez. I thought about it, but uh, I, that's not my pick. All right. Um, obviously, I'm going to just say the obvious one, Dylan, Austin Dylan. I think. Okay. I, I just, he just, he's just that. Well, then, then I'm just going to go ahead and tell you you get next pick because I also <laughs> had Dylan. Um, I'm going to say, I have it wrote down, uh, Briscoe. I don't think Briscoe's going to make it either. We're three out of four. <laughs> Okay, so you ha- you have Suarez, you have Bowman, you have Dylan and Briscoe. For your four. That's my four. Okay, my your- my four Bowman. I had Dylan, Briscoe, and then Cindric, Austin Cindric. So you know, I I looked at him real hard. Um, If he doesn't make it into the next round, he may not have a job <laughs> next year. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, I'm amazed. And people believe us when we say we have not. Talked. not the only time we this. talked was Sunday about the rain and the crash. We're like, holy shit. We, didn't, we don't talk. Well, that's actually pretty cool. We, we're three for, three for four on each other. Yep. I, I agree with you. Dylan, I said Dylan Briscoe. Bowman, we all th- and you said Cindric, I said Suarez, and and the reason I say Suarez is because of Bristol. That's why I don't think Suarez is going to make it. Um, he is not. Uh, let me get his. <sighs> not good at Where's... Bristol. Oh no. His average finish. Um, I didn't look at any stats. I just looked at. I just. Oh, I, I did. Who's who's performing he, and who's he's not? He's raced there. Yeah, he's raced there nine times. Um, no crap. I'm looking at Darlington. Hang on, I got to get this right because his his numbers at Bristol is what con- convinced me. He's he's not too good at Darlington either. Uh. You gotta realize that was before Trackhouse. Trackhouse changed his. I agree. I agree, but. Those kind of things tend to have a. Oh life no! Of their I, own. I like. It's a yes and no situation because Joe Logano was also bad in, you know, Joe or Joe, Joe Gibbs racing, and then when he left to go to, uh, the number two, Penske, performed really well. I just don't know if it was Joe Gibbs or they they brought up too soon. But him going from where he was to track house i think he's he's in a lot better position no i don't think he's going to go very far in the chase unless he wins at the roval and maybe top in the kansas or something but um like i said i don't see, see him going very far i think we're we're both on the right thought process and track obviously um which i think is actually pretty funny I do. Like too. I said, that, I have I funny. have it all wrote down. I have it all filled out. I'm not going to show you, but I have it. I'm I'm going to keep this one. Then when the next one comes out, I'll print the top twelve, and I'll you know when we find out who is in the top twelve. 
Well, uh, I'll tell um, you what. I'll do I'll do a chart like you when we get down to the final eight. But for now, I just want to go. No, do this chart too. Go go print out. Right. Go to print out their chart, and it's gonna be kind of cool to see. Oh man, I was pretty close for when I got the first top sixteen. But I'm gonna print out every one of them: the top twelve, top eight. Where'd you find that at? Oh, uh, uh, man. Um, I want to say it was NASCAR's Twitter. Um, it, let me look real quick. It was NASCAR or NBC NASCAR, I believe. They already had the names in the top 16, and I just filled in. They posted. Oh, who? There's another another cool thing while scrolling through it. Uh, Ryan Ellis. I don't know if that's an Xfinity car is racing the Jeff Gordon throwback flame car. It looks. Oh, I did see that. It looks I, pretty cool. I know it's not you know film we're talking about, but it, it's just in their feed. Um, if I can find it, I'll send it to you. But all right, I just I'm searching NASCAR playoff bracket. Let me see what I come up with. Bracket schedule favorites. That's on Yahoo. I want to is I think it was NBC's NASCAR. Bracket. Um. Well, I'd like to find it just to uh, tell people where to go get it because I will fill it out. I just I never even thought to think that there um oh 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 i got it i just found it myself yeah someone put it on there there i found it it is on the nascar site um it's under it's under an article though Okay, uh, what I, article? Uh, it's uh, from August 29th. It says NASCAR Cup Series playoff field is set. All right, let me... Send it to you on. Just sent you there. Okay. So it's there. I'll print it up. Oh, there you go. Got it. <clears throat> I will fill it out. I will print it out and or fill it in and print it out. But I, I think it's cool just to do this the, the first yeah. stage. And I think it's really cool that we're in agreement on all but one. That's awesome. We'll see what happens. We need to um, I, we need to go back to one of the earlier episodes who we who we predicted to win the championship. I think I said Larson. But we did right before the beginning of the season who we thought was going to win. I think I said Larson. I, I so don't That's remember. not who I picked for this either. So it's different. Well, hang on. Let me. I'd have to go. I have to go look. It's one of the earlier before Daytona. I got my library here. Um, I don't know if you wrote it down or whatnot. 
I just know we we did predict who we thought was gonna win. Yeah, that I probably did not write that down, but yeah, we'll have to look. I don't remember what I said either. I probably did something stupid like predict Keselowski. <laughs> <laughs> Because I got notes for the whole year. Everything we've done. <laughs> um, all right. So we did that. I think that's really cool that we're almost in total agreement. Yeah. Uh, now, let's go to Darlington. Not much we need to say about Darlington because she is her own animal. Who you think's going to win it? Larson. Gonna come out strong after. For one, he's he didn't have the stress of the Daytona, um, was his engine going out? And this is gonna be. They've known they've been in the in the cut in the chase for all year. They're putting out. What their, he won at California, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, so they they've had the best. They're getting all the best equipment out now. I expect Hendrick to be obviously dominant, but I expect Larson. He's gonna come out another animal. I think he's in a, another tier. I would say Larson. Um, all right. I'm going to go a little bit different than you. I'm going Harvick. Uh, and, there, and, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm playing pure stat man here. Uh, last 10 races, he's got two wins, four top fives, seven top tens. Uh, average start is 15th, and average finish is just under 10th. He has finished every race. Um, in the last 10 attempts. So he's got the strongest stats and he's warming up right now. Yeah, he is. Uh, so I'm going Harvick. Who's your dark horse? Uh, I'm going to say Michael McDowell. And no, we, we got to change the rules for the the dark horse. Instead of below 25, 17 and below. below I, they're they're oh, not in the chase. Okay. Not in the ch- All right. Not in the chase has got to be your dark horse. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say Martin Truex because he's going to come out and win and be like, well, fuck. One race too late. I'll say Martin. You know who I'm going to say? Keselowski. <laughs> he, I, I, he needs to finish he, strong. He's, again, stat-wise... Ten races, a win, two top fives, three top tens, average start of eight. Now his average finish isn't that good, so he's either like top five or he's probably crap. No, he's finished all ten races. Um, I'm just saying he's. I'll, I'll go out here on a limb and make another prediction. Just you know, throw this one in the think about it later bank. Keselowski will win a race before the end of the year. That I'm just saying. He will. Uh, don't know if it'll be a Talladega thing, uh, but he will. All righty. Bubba, um, finish the race or no? Okay. He's going to crash that 45 car. <laughs> and I'm going to be laughing. And your your phone's going to go off because it's going to be this big old face. <laughs> I, like I said, that, uh, to and, me, and, that doesn't make me more of a fan of him. Uh, to me, like we said it earlier, 
I would be more of a fan if he didn't play the victim. And to me, you're playing the victim still. I didn't do too good, good in my team. I'm going to jump to another team and, you know, coach. I just, to me, that's that's I do that. Do not respect this decision. I don't. No, own your actions and deal with it. So this does not make me more of a fan of him. This makes me look. No, I don't. No. All right. Does Denny get a top twenty? Yeah, he's the chase. He's got. To, he he pretty much has to. I agree. Less, you know, who knows? The the tire issue might come roaring back. You know, our track, the two corners are two completely different corners. So you never High know. Banks. Yeah. It's gonna be hot. Yeah. It's gonna be hot. So. so yeah, we ought to do another one. How many cars get stuck? <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. Now let it go. We need to go. We're way long yeah. here. We've had we've had too much fun today. Hour, almost hour and a half. Give me your spiel and uh, let's go. Uh, let's see. Um, if you guys are on the go and you want to listen to us on the audio side, if you don't. Can't watch the video side. Um, we are in, if you just search, just Google "Burn It Down NASCAR Podcast," it'll pop up. But if, if you want to go to a specific site, uh, it's rss.com, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Pandora, and Google Podcasts. All you have to do is search "Burn It Down NASCAR Podcast" under the search tab or the podcast tab, and we'll pop up. Got to have NASCAR in there because there's another older podcast that's called Burn It Down, but <clears throat> just search Burn It Down NASCAR podcast. It'll pop up, and usually the episodes are up Wednesday night. If I, not, watch it on, I watch it on Roku. Yeah, so you can, it's, like I said, there's many places to watch it. So if you want to do it that way, go ahead. I, I, I would rather watch the video side, but you could, you know, see us. There's, like I said, I have all the information on the screen. I have, you know, Finishing, I have the cup standings, I have all, you know, everything's there, so. But, like I said, if you got on the go, we're on, we're pretty much on any audio podcast, audio platform. Right. Gotta search it. Good to go. Sounds good. Um, unless you got anything else, I'm ready to sign this off. No, I'm good. All right, everybody, thanks for uh, tuning in. Um, we've had a great season so far. Uh, I'm looking forward to an awesome, awesome championship chase. Uh, with that, I, I just can't say thanks enough. We're, we're getting views. We're getting clicks. And uh, we love you guys. And chime in. Sound off. Let us know. And, oh, one last thing. Join us on our Fantasy League. Go to NASCAR.com. Click on Fantasy Live. Search uh, for Burn It Down NASCAR Podcast. Sign up. It's free. Uh, join us for the last 10 races. Get in there and let's let's have a meanest man match. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. And we'll, we'll uh, the more people we get in, which granted, there's not many right now, but we'll highlight you guys. Yeah. Um, so with that, thanks again, everybody.